respect, you see that that wasn't you. Yeah, that was talking. Yeah, it was representing you, but it wasn't you. And maybe what you need is to be exactly where it's saying it's bored about. I'm not saying it's always so, but it's a damn good gauge because. <coughs> Just like the mental dis-ease of selfing, and alcoholism is affixed to that, you know? Alcoholism, like, takes the acoustic guitar of self-centeredness and amplifies it, you know? Plays it, gives it more screechy notes and more seriousness. <clears throat> but that thought system is there to, to reinforce the sense of self. Yeah. So when it's speaking... If you're aligned with it, you think it's talk giving you a, a it's stating a clear condition that where you're at and that should motivate you to move. I'm bored and then go, yes? But it's a good healthy bit of suspicion about how authentic that view is is important because you may not, you're basically nothing really. You're just seeing and then the mental state says it's bored, yeah? About other about what's going on, but to be aligned with that mental state is a chancy, dicey move, because it may be taking you away from the exact place where the invitation that's offered to you is. Yes, I'm not saying it's true or not, but I've noticed that in most cases it is true. So, or like some people will be sitting in a recovery meeting and. They're more obsessed with that they're not going to be sober in a couple of days, you know, and then being sober. There's not a recognition of the basic condition, which is they're not drinking right at that moment. They're obsessed with that they're going to be drinking, or they were drinking, and therefore they'll always be drinking, yes? So the emphasis is on, on an interpretation while the reality is you're sober at that moment. So when people say, how many meetings should you go... I, I said, go to this one, you know, be attentive to this one, this right now, because in fact, that's basically a gauge that you can sort of uh, set your course on, in a way. Look at where your feet are, and basically start from there, instead of starting from, I'm bored, yeah? Because obviously, there's maybe boredom, but there's, why are you so aligned with that you're the one that's bored. I don't believe there is anyone. So so sometimes that will come up and I'll leave. Other times it'll come up and I won't leave. Yeah? It's how you read it. Sometimes you're bored about something that's inconsequential, turn the page, you know, or leave the site or whatever you're doing. But then if it's talking about uh what sustains a way of life for you, then I would take, give it a little more concern, you know, look at it and see, am I that? Ask that question, who is it that's bored? Yeah? Don't even go at the boredom, because that's all it wants you to do, is state the fact that you're bored, which is not a fact. It's just a passing idea, a feeling, yeah? So, but then it becomes a fact, and then you have a debate. Well, what should I do? I'm really bored. So the bored becomes a fact, you know. I'm bored, so now what should I do? But the fact is, the bored isn't a fact. It's made up. That's what it loves to do. It wants to establish a lie as the fact, and then it debates it. Well, what should I do now that I'm bored? Should I leave here? You know, that could affect my, my program and this and that. And suddenly, the boredom becomes this, 
the center of the whole debate. And it's not true. It's just an idea. I'm bored. You know what I mean? I'm happy. I'm feeling great. You know? All these... The point is, is what's behind it? Who is it that's bored? Use whatever, like if you're, oh, I'm obsessing about next week, and then everyone comes over, oh, let's tell you, oh, there's no need, next week we'll be fine, you got enough money, about, about. it's imaginary next week. Ask who is it that's worried about next week. Yeah, don't even touch next week. Just, all right, I'm worrying about next week. Who is it that's worrying about next week? Bring it right here, now, and you'll see something. Something will dawn on you. Sooner or later, it will dawn on you. And a little bit of its dawning produces a long, long day in the sun, so to speak. Yeah? Yes. No one's going to come and fix us, in a way. No one's going to come and fix us. This is like an activity. Life is an activity. Yeah. Now, there's what's going on, and then there's the interpretation of what's going on, which is also going on. Yeah. The interpretation of what's going on is in the context of what's going on. Yeah. But it doesn't. But what happens is, if you get absorbed in the interpretation, you're not conscious of what's going on. Yeah. And in that state of not conscious of what's going on and not conscious of what you are, then being bored can fly by in a fix. Then being really great at 9.05 a fix, and then 9.07 really terrible. You'll have these huge swings. I'm always on top of the world at 10.11, and then at 11 o'clock I'm in the pits of hell. But what, what seeing, what seeing that seeming ascent and what seeing the descent hasn't changed one bit. The, lo- the locale of the seeing didn't go, oh, I finally, it only, it's only there to see the depths, you know? And then there's one seeing that's only there to see the heights. No, all there is is seeing, yeah? So the seeing sees this, this, these thoughts that say, I'm at the height of everything. And then it also sees the thoughts that say, I'm at the bottom of the pit. Yeah? But the seeing hasn't gone up or down. It's just there, like this giant, giant context, and all this stuff's happening in it, and it's all given degrees and heights and closeness and farness, you know? The mental state is sort of like an interpretive aperture. It goes, puts on some filters, but basically, in the context, nothing's happening, in a sense. There's just the seeing, and the camera's doing all this, but the seeing's like, all right, Another camera, <laughs> smaller camera, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so we're defining ourselves by an interpretive interpretive system. It's like the big camera, this huge camera with a giant, giant lens, 360-degree vision, you know? It's like on a turret. It can pick up everything all at once. There it is. It now looks, it decides to look through the small camera. And when it looks through the small camera, that vision, this wide vision, now gets defined by the aperture of the small camera. Yeah? Now it's like at 35, let's say, opening. So now this w- huge wideness is now constricted in this little tunnel vision. 
And let's say there's a yellow tint on the thing, so everything it sees seems to have yellow in it. It's not coming from the thing, yeah? It's coming from the lens, yeah? <laughs> the things aren't yellow. <laughs> They're not yellow. The, the lens is yellow, and so the seeing... Yeah. So there's the seeing. So here's this hugeness. It becomes identified with the little camera, and it starts taking the little camera's point of view to being the point of view. What happens? Well, a lot of things arise. A certain underlying malaise or irritability, restlessness, and discontent, because it's sort of like that lion that's living as a sheep. It can become the greatest sheep of all time, but there's still something that's missing. It's lionhood. <laughs> yeah? Something that's innately there isn't being accessed or or recognized or expressed in a way. It's being expressed in this bastarded, like a bastard that dies way as a sheep. And it can really double whack you by the sheep now wants to become like a lion, which is like getting it double. <laughs> you know, it's like now it's even going to be worse because it's a lion all the time. Yeah. So it's the act of being identified, and that's the sense of I'm bored, and just seeing bored, instead of. But what's happening actually is there's a mental state that arises, yes? The seeing sees it. The mental state that seems, that also arises, but says it's always there, which is selfing, says I'm bored. So the one state now becomes the boredom, and the I, the mental state of selfing, says I'm bored. So it's one mental state claiming another mental state, or one mental state claiming an emotional state, or one mental state claiming a physical state as it's, yeah? But it's a mental state. It's arising with all the other states. But there's a seeing that's not a state, yeah? There's a seeing which is not a mental state. It's mind, big M, not mental. It's mind, and it's not a state. It's completely all the time as it is. It never, never, never blinks or changes or mutates or gets smaller or gets bigger. It's just that, yeah? What happens with us is there's the identification with this one mental state, which is selfing, yeah? And the selfing has this incredible, has a lot of different programs in in it. One of them is history. So when it arises, it feels like you've been there for the last 30 years or 50 years, yeah? Or let's say at least this week. And then the history projects into a future and you have a feeling that you will be there. So here's a mental state that's arising, boredom. The other mental state, because we're, see, in the act of being identified, we forget we're the big camera. We're taking ourselves to be the small camera, and this is the first, that mental state of selfing. That selfing claims to be the one who's bored. Yeah? The one who's bored. So it claims the mental state and becomes... But it's just another mental state, but it says, I'm different. I'm the one who has the mental state. Just like with people with ego. People talk about having an ego. That feeling of having an ego is the mental state of selfing. selfing. The feeling of having or being or doing is the selfing. That's what it produces, yeah? And so now there's a, there's a structured idea of what we think selfing is called ego, like with a superego and then a, an unconscious or an animal ego. But all of those are just manufacturing, manufactured ideas from the selfing. 
Yeah. So the mental state now says it has an ego. The mental state now says I'm bored. The mental says, oh, I've had a great life. The mental says, oh, I'm going to have a terrible future. The mental state, and yet our interest and attention is jammed into that mental state through the act of being identified as its topic, which is self. Yeah? That's what happened to me the first satsang I went to, one of the first. I went in, listening to, and this is what they call satsang. Who knows what it is? We just call it a meeting. But I was in there, and the lady was speaking, and it triggered something, and I shared, I put my hand up, I said, wow, I came in here, and I was sitting here, and coming in before, observing mental and emotional states arising, yes? But there was a sense that I was the one who was seeing those emotional mental states. But now I just realized that's a mental state, the feeling of being the one who's seeing them. Exactly. That's it. And so what happened is, I got a, my aperture opened up. Yeah, the big camera got to be big camera. Boom, 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 boom. And then the identification itself produced the sense of being the small camera, and I'd have an event again. And after about eight of them, realizing I kept claiming a mental state to being the state of being, it, w- it dawned on me, I'm not that. I didn't have to have any more experiences of it. I got it. Eight Eight, eight samples, my mind got the principal one. Yeah? Whatever is claiming to be ain't me. That's not what I am. It's a mental state. The feeling of being Paul is contrived. It's not true. It's been, it's been bastardized. It's been hijacked. It's been made into a mental state. Yeah? I don't need any more examples of it. I got about eight of them. So all the time I'd be there... More stuff was being seen, but there was a sense I was the one who was seeing it. That I was a mental state, yeah? Camera would always go like this, and then after a while the camera goes like this. And then what you thought was behind the camera is in front of the camera. Never, never to be taken to be behind the camera again. It keeps assuming it's behind the camera, but now you know better. It doesn't mean it's not gonna. It's not gonna shut up like a little humble mouse. It's gonna keep its program is is running. Yeah, its program is running. That I'm the one that was here before this mental state arose. I've never arisen. I've been here. I just seem to be in a body for this period of time. But at one point, I'm taken off, and then I'll find another body, and I'll be constantly here. Yeah. No, you're not. You're like a voice box on a little doll. When I, wor- I worked in a sex shop, you know, when I was younger. <laughs> the Pink Pussycat Boutique, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And I sold a lot of stuff, you know. As a young Catholic person, it was very, very confronting. You know what I mean? Very confronting. But I did it. And we had these dolls, like girl woman dolls about five foot ten six feet and they had orifices placed in the doll it was like a blow-up thing and they had either a blonde wig or a black wig and i was very difficult to sell them because people would come in, oh we're just getting them for the bachelor party i'm going this guy's going to go home and have a date with this or something who knows but then they had a new model come in and the new model had a voice box on it and you pulled it, and it had a it had a it had a recorded thing. I'm a 
real girl. I love you. And that I could not sell. I had to go. I had to go to my manager and say, "Hey, I can't do it. I've reached my Catholic conditioning lift level. I just cannot sell this freaking doll with the voice box." Yeah, that's what it's like. We think it sounds like us. Yeah. Oh, it's me talking. Me have just pontificated after incredible objective study that I'm bored. It finally came in after 20 hours of research. No, it just made it up. It made it up. And the only thing that gives it any relevance is your believing it. And if, if you buy the I'm bored, it's going to... Oh, wait a minute. Let's pull out the deck of all attributes. I'm, bu- I'm depressed. Okay, that will come up. It, it's going to get... Once, once it gets its foot in the door, it's moving in. It's gonna, you're going to be moved over. It's going to take your remote from you. And it's going to watch this movie as it wants to see it. You as the star. I'm bored. Oh, I miss. Oh, I miss. All it wants is to be I am something. That's all. That's its drive. Who knows why? Who cares why? I don't care why something happens. I just want to notice if it's happening. And if it's happening, I'd like to wake up to what's going on instead of waking up in, in the product of it. You know, I, don't, I want to see it. I don't want to look from it. Yeah, I want to see it. I do not want to look from it. I've looked from it long enough. Yeah. It's very, for me, my experience, it's very irritable, restless, discontent. And it's, man, it was like living in a, it was like being a marathon runner in a closet. Really. You have all this, and yet you're just going around the same old, same old. What did she mean by yawning or going over every everything weighed with so much ponderous importance. Yeah. It's all selfing, it's that. So seeing, you can't get behind it. You can take or see let's say if you hear a consistent vibra- vibratory sound in your head, like when you're laying down or something like that, and then you hear all the other sounds going on, the traffic, the planes, but that vibratory sound that seems to be around this body seems to be precede all the other sounds. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's hearing that sound? What's hearing the sound that precedes all the other sounds? Yeah. What's hearing that? You go to the, you go to the last sound you can hear, and let's say it's that vibratory sense of being alive, you know, whatever. What's hearing that? Yeah. Something's hearing it. Well, I'd say nothing's hearing it. But it's being heard because what's a sound unless it's heard? What is it? What is a sound unless it's heard? What, what, what produces it as a sound is the hearing of it. What produces vision is the seeing. Not the seer in the scene. That's an interpretation of the seeing. The seeing... And seeing isn't just seeing, it's awareness. So it sees in a form called hearing, it sees in a form called taste, it sees in a form called touch, it sees in a form called smell, and if we had 20 sense gates, it would be seeing in all of those forms, yeah? The seeing is just coming out like light, going through these gates, having experiences, yes? What's aware of that? What is that? 
What's seeing the scene? If you follow it back, you are like square number five. You're not even close to square zero. Square zero. You know? This, and then the mental idea of this as you is a mental idea. The mental idea is so far into the content to what is contextual. Yeah? Do you believe we're not that by being identified as this? Yet that is all that's being expressed every moment, the seeing. Yet we still deny that by identifying as what's being seen. How's it working out for the seeing? The scene taken to be the seer is producing tons of mental minutia, tons of weird neuroses and emotional convolutions that animals and fucking things don't have. You know? That's the seeing taken as the scene or as the seer. But the seeing itself is clear, clear like the open sky of a beautiful day. All this stuff is just appearing in it. Like this, this cloud, I'm bored. Yeah? But the boredom is being affected by situations and circumstances. It's eroding just by its movement. And yet, it's not affecting the sky. The sky never turns into boredom, does it? I'm depressed doesn't make the sky depressed. When it rains, it does, the sky doesn't get wet. When a bird shit, it doesn't land on the sky. What do you... Why do you think that example in old Buddhism has been used for? Because it mimics or it gives you a, a pale idea of what mind is like. What mind is like. Not what mentality is like, but what mind is like. So I don't know if you're bored or not. And you don't either, really. <laughs> you know? And I bet you you're not now. There you go. I mean, it's like, I'm bored, then you've got to take the stake, the claim off, I'm this, I'm that. To get this reflection of being I am, I've got to be a lot of fucking things every day. <laughs> you know, I've got to keep, it's like the flag is like a full-length mirror. I've got to flat, I'm bored, and I always, oh, there I am, bored. I was bored, and then, oh, there's a fear I will be bored. So it's like the, the full-length mirror triggers a movie. Oh, I was, and I will be. Okay, I was, I'm totally awake now. <laughs> I was, I wasn't awake, then I did something. I went to that Walmart, and I reached for that fucking, you know, outdoor hose. It hit me in the head, and I woke up. And now, and I, I hope I'll be awake from now on. So every time there's the identification as the mirror produces a video, we just go off. The mental state just goes, I was there. I will hope I'll be somewhere else. Let me imagine what that there will be. What will it be like to be awake? Oh, in my mental idea, everyone will notice. <laughs> Doors will open for me. I'll be wearing slippers the rest of my life. <laughs> Yoga outfits. Eating grapes just picked by some nubile lady. Oh, it's just be wonderful. Now you may have to go to work the next day. Because you are awake. You know, the mental idea is keeps giving you the mental take. And the seeing doesn't offer you anything. 
It's just what it is. Yeah? And yet that nothing is everything. And all the everythings of this place add up to nothing. Really. Without you there to enjoy it, what is there to be enjoyed? What is there to be enjoyed without you there to enjoy it? What is there to be seen without you seeing it? Yeah? Like in physics in that movie, they don't say it there, but it says in physics that the biggest influence of any experiment is the observer of it. The biggest influence of any life is the liver of it. You know? Is that a message of victimhood? I don't think so. To me, that's that's a message of possibilities. You know? I hear this sound so at, all the time. So at night, when, or in the morning, I wake up, it's really loud. So I just, my mind rests there, and it cannot know what's hearing it, because it's what's hearing it. <laughs> it's the mind that wants to take itself to be a someone that wants to know who's hearing it. It's what's hearing it. <laughs> what I am is what's hearing those sounds. The, the, the closest sound you can ever get to, the closest space you can ever get to, there's still that which is there. Yeah? Can never be known, can never be tasted, can never be touched, can never be heard, and can never be seen. It's the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, and touching, yet it can never be seen or heard or felt or tasted or touched. Yeah? So it does all that by seeing itself as other, and then there it is. It's like fucking having sex with itself zillions of times all day, basically. Not bad. Oh, I almost had you. You almost went out. The meeting's ending when he goes to sleep. That's my gauge. If it's a good talk, he goes out in about 15 minutes. (laughs) What? I want to know. You talk about us having these portals. You want to know. That's the problem. (laughs) Is it possible we're just a lens or a portal for what's behind us for experiential? Yes, of course you are. But you're not that, which is the uh, being used. You're not that. This thing has... The mental process is producing a sense of self. Why waste time trying to convince it that it's not what it's producing? Just see you're not a mental process. Yeah? Don't try to win it over. There's no point. It's got its programming and it's playing itself out. And its programming is quite limited. It's going to end when the body ends. Yeah? That's what it's doing. There's no, it's not a source of disturbance unless you're identified with it. And then it can be a great source of disturbance. If you can see it, and you can see it, yeah, and you're not, and that you've entertained the idea you're not that, which is the seer, the hearer, the feeler, the emphasis or the, let's say, the 51% of your stock sooner or later is going to go on the side of the seeing, yeah? And then you're going to have immunity to all the stickiness that seemingly all the seers and the seen had in store for you because you're the stickiness. Yeah. They're not adhesive at all. Thoughts aren't adhesive. It's the thinker that causes them to be used to facilitate the bondage of self. Yeah? The thought of I'm the thinker. Yeah? Question that. If you're not that, you'll lose interest in the thoughts. And you know what? They'll seem to lose power over you. 
And sooner or later you'll make the connection. It's the interest, my interest, that's driving their effect. <laughs> Not them. Thoughts are just thoughts. You've had it. You've had the same thought one day, and it's a big problem, and the same thought the next day it isn't. What is it? Your condition was different. That's all. The thoughts, it's, it's whack, or it's power, is based on you. Everything is based on you. Everything is based on mine. We want it to be based on this body. We want it to be based on them. We want it to be based on this world. We want it to be based in time. But everything is based on us. Yeah? Not us as Paul and Mary and Sue, but as us as what we are. Put the whole, you know, you don't even have to do anything. If you entertain your not that, as the thinker, the horse and the cart will align in and of themselves, yeah? The horse will finally realize it's not meant to follow the cart. It'll just move ahead, and then naturally it will take the cart. The mental system will now be taken by the, the sense of being instead of hiding the sense of being. Trying to replace the sense of being. The sense of being, which is the horse, will now be taking the mental process along with it. Yeah? So it's funny. You'll be saying, I'm bored, but you'll still be at the meeting. Or, I don't want to be sober, and you'll still be sober. Yeah? Oh, I don't want to see this person, and you'll still see the person. You'll see this little tyrant has no power. You just watch your own thing. Oh, I'm going here, and you end up there. It has no, it has no power anymore. Yeah? It's just, if you took an inventory of your day, let's say today, I woke up at 7.30 in the morning. All right? So it was 7.30... So I laid there for like an hour. Da, 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 da. Got up, stretched out, did this to about 9.30. Quarter to 10. Took a shower. Yes? Eight. Came here. Do this talk. Leave here. Let's just, let's just make a story. Go to Chibos. Hang out. Leave Chibos. Go get something to eat. Maybe take a walk. Who knows? Now, there's the bare bone account. Then there's the narration. The mental narration. All right, you work out 45 minutes. That's not enough. You've got to do more. That one stretch, you got to get, yeah. Oh, and you meditate 45 minutes. No, two hours. You got, yeah. You'll have this narration that's totally, totally, totally off from what's actually going on. It's just a story going on while what's going on is. And you'll see where your interest and attention was. Was it up in the story? Or was it in just what was going on? And you'll see, how do you travel lighter? Do you travel lighter in the story, or do you travel lighter just looking at your day? Yeah? You see, all right, just sit there, no problem. Yeah? See it. Once you see it, all you need, I have so much faith in mind, I have so much faith in mind, just the seeing is enough. When you see, things change. Because you're the dreaming of this place, yeah? When the dreaming changes, everything has the possibility of changing. Without changing a lick, they'll all change. Like in Zen, first there is the mountain, then there is no mountain, then there's the mountain again. But it'll be totally different than when you first saw the mountain. Yeah? You don't have to change the mountain at all, because you'll have changed. And you'll see, all right... This thing, sometimes the tapes that come out are from like 2002. You know what I mean? 
So there's 2014 day going, and it's running the tape of 2002. You should be surfing. Oh, you forgot the knee. My knee's fucked up. I can't be... Oh, you should be hiking. Oh, no, you've not... You've forgotten about the knee. I can't be hiking up hills. Oh, you should be... You should leave Deb. I'm married. No, I'm not with Mary. I'm with Deb now. You know what I mean? The, the tape will be so off. It's so obvious. It's like someone put it like a... Of a track in, you know what I mean? Oh, and yet you're listening to it as if it's fucking Fox, not Fox News. It's like it's contemporary news. You don't have to be weaned off it. Just see it as not about you, and you'll lose interest in it. And then you'll find out where your interest goes. You'll find out where it now gets invested in, and you'll be the richer for it. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. The mental state is just pissing away the interest and attention on yesterday and tomorrow. It's just pissing it away. The more it can get, the more it wants to throw it out there. Yeah? This thing, when surrendered, when just recognize what's going on, then your interest and attention will enrich you. Will enrich you and actually will enrich others through you. With no thought or effort on your part of enriching others, you'll be used to enrich this place instead of sucking it out like a vacuum. Yesterday they had this thing at a recovery meeting. The topic was growth and change, yeah? In manifestation, there's always going to be growth and change. What's important is what's going to dictate the direction of the growth and change. If you're going to live in the mental interpretation, it's going to dictate the growth and change. And the growth is going to be like a mutation of the same old, same old. And the change is just going to get bleaker and bleaker. Yeah? If you surrender it to another possibility, maybe that opening, that aperture, as it backs away from the small camera, will just naturally get bigger and bigger, and possibilities it never dreamt of start becoming available. If something's taking you over, if a parasite is taking you over, the only relief you're ever going to get is by seeing it's not you. That's the only way. If you keep thinking it's you, you're going to be holding to its ideas, and its ideas are fucking your life up. And they're going to keep doing it until that's broken, or somehow, somehow, you see that it's not you. Yeah? Once I saw alcoholism as a foreign installment, the next thing my mind entertained was I can be free from it. Just like that. Yet I was in that condition seemingly, and for 20 years, the only way I could entertain being free is as it. As the self. And the freedom lies in from. You know? From the self. Your inherent state is free. We're just here to support the possibility. That's it. Repetition's helpful. Have these meetings, and every week, the space gets produced that you sense something, and then just go with it. It's like food. It's like manna. Yeah? Like there was a story about this old Indian thing where it's, you know, there's two wolves in every person, and it's... What's important is what wolf you feed, yeah? What's important is see who's the feeder of the wolf. 
Forget about the two wolves of good and bad. Who's it that thinks it's the one that's giving the food to them? You're not that. You're not this, in, this, in, this repetitive, assumed, implied, insinuated state of being a body and a body alone with the attributes of spirit, but as a body. You're not that. You are not that. Yeah. So therefore, there is no wolf you're feeding and a bad or good wolf. There, you're not... You, that you... God. Knower of God. There you are again. <laughs> Realization. Realizer. There you are again. <laughs> epiphany. Epiphany haver. There you are again. Or an epiphaner. Whatever you'd say. <laughs> it's always, always writing a story that there's a someone there that has all of this. Or doesn't have all of this. There's no one who has or hasn't anything. Yeah? There's having and then there's non-having. It comes and goes, just like everything else does here. The sense of self isn't the ego. The the ego is an objectified idea of the sense of self from the sense of self. The sense of self is the feeling of having an ego, and then if the ego gets vanquished or something or killed or just vacates, the feeling of being the one who doesn't have an ego... That feeling of being the one is the sense of self. That's the bonding. And Bill W. talks about in recovery, he talks about the person will be kind and virtuous, but it's still self-centeredness, it's still self-seeking. Exactly. It can take the good look or the bad look. But what is it, what's having the good and or the bad look? That's, That's the bondage of self. The sense of being the reference point. Constantly everything referring back to this as the reference point. That's the bondage of self. Not what point is being referenced, but that. Yeah, The feeling of being the someone who is bored. The feeling of being someone who isn't bored. Yeah. So bored isn't bored, but there's this, this, this false constant of the one who is bored and then the one who isn't bored. Well, who is that one? Who is it that has an ego and then loses an ego? Who has that? What is that? Or is it just language that assumes it and we have no, we don't fall for that anymore? Or are we in the habit of going to sleep as soon as we hear that language said? As soon as it's structured as, I had something and I lost something. That I is that familiar sense of being Paul. That, to me, is the bonding agent. Not the having and the losing. That comes and goes. Questions there?
So hear it. Yeah, hear the hear the traffic right there. So the mental state arises. I'm the one who's hearing the traffic. Yeah, but you saw that mental state. You see those. You say. You see the words that are stating its presence, but you see those words, yeah? Yeah. You're going to hear tons of things all day. And that you that thinks it's hearing it is going to change and have totally different feelings all day. But the hearing of it hasn't changed one bit. The hearing of this hasn't changed one bit. The, the equality of the hearing may have because I'm getting older, but the hearing of it hasn't changed one bit. Millions of things have been seen seemingly through this life, but the seeing of that hasn't changed one bit. Yeah? The seeing didn't get better or worse. Yeah? How I saw may have, but the seeing didn't. Yeah? People go into deep depressions and then you read the poetry they write or the description of it. It's one of the clearest things ever described. How could a mind being totally so depressed have so much clarity about it? Where did that come from? Where did the clarity come from of you describing the bottomless pit of a deep depression? It's as clear as day. It's as if you had Google Maps. What's providing that clarity? If you were so depressed there was still a quality of mind that wasn't a touch by any of it that was clearly describing what was going on. I went into exquisite hells when I did drugs, but that was, the exquisiteness of the hell wasn't produced by the drugs, it was produced by the clarity of mind. Really? Why try to use it as a tool and realize you're a tool? You're a vehicle of expression. <laughs> this, this apparatus, you're not the expressor. So that's it.